Hi everybody, it's Mo here bringing you the daily juice and today's juice is going to be about the double game week 20 and giving you five tips which hopefully could help you. Tip number one, don't make early transfers. Yes, you heard that correct. Even with value, whether it's plays you own going down or plays you want to bring in going up, I still think it weighs more to wait if you can because uh, potentially we might have more double game weeks in 21, 22 announced which could impact in your decision making. You know, it could be the difference between you getting uh, double game week players for say 20, but you might be able to also strike and get ones that go for 22. So you're saving yourself transfers, which will be, I think, more valuable to you than the, the value. Yes, I know if you're in a really tight situation where say two players you want to bring in and you've got the exact money and they're going to go up, it's, you, you could argue that's one way, that's one scenario where you could attack that and just take it. But obviously you're always taking a risk. If you're in a position where you've either got money in the bank or you're not too stressed about that, you'll find another solution, then I would always recommend wait. Tip number two, you can't own everyone in the double game week. Yes, even if you take a minus eight, minus four, unless you're free hitting, you're bound to pick your team and then look at someone else's team within the community and think, oh my God, I haven't got this player. I'm worried about this player. You're gonna have FOMO. No matter what you do, you're going to have formal. Looking at someone else's team is never, ever really going to help you because you can't just go and pick their players in your team because obviously it's structure and team-based. So the tip I would give in, in this scenario is pick the best players you can for your team, lock it in, and don't worry too much about anyone else's team. You will have formal. Players will double and you won't own them. And it's going to be tricky, yes. Especially when you see on, if you're in the Twitter community and you're going to see people, oh, look, my player scored, my player scored, and you don't own him. Unfortunately, this is one of the difficult sides of uh, FPL, and we just have to just uh, grit our teeth and go with it. All right? Don't, don't break your team or start reaching the realms of minus 12 and 60. No, no, we don't want to go down there. Tip number three. Nothing wrong with short-term punts. Nothing wrong at all with attacking the double game weeks. But if you can get players that are that attack the double game week but also have a longer stay in your team it's very very useful free transfers as you know within fantasy are, are, are a commodity and, and we don't have many of them especially during double game week season which looks like we're coming into a little area now where we're going to have double game weeks so the point i'm making is say you're attacking uh, uh say manchester city double game week that wouldn't worry me too much you could potentially triple up on them because you would be more than happy to hold their players after their double game weeks because City are such a strong team and will be challenging for the league and you know more than likely they will still be delivering points regardless of the fixture. Where if you said to me, I'm attacking the Spurs double game week and you're tripling up, I would be very, very conscious. Apart from Kane, who seems to be the fixture-proof player in that team, regardless if they're playing well or not, I would be concerned if I had, say, a Perisic and someone else. I'd be, basically, after the double game week, you're going to be desperate to get rid of them, which means you're booking in free transfers. Now, that's not an ideal situation. And that's where, for me, the planning in double game weeks and valuing whether you'd want that player longer than just this double game week. Unless you've got your, your, your very well planned and your team's in such a healthy place where you can attack, say, two players for this double game week and then a week after you're not too concerned about removing one a week, like, you know, pre-book your... In my case, that very rarely works for me because there's always an injury or something else I need to use my free transfer on. So tip three, just to remind you again, attack the double game weeks, but see if you can look long-term as well so you don't have to keep moving players back and forth. Tip number four. 
players who, this is more about players and attacking this double game week 20 players. So from City, the players who I would love to have, you could pick any of the, from the four I'm going to suggest. Stones, Kevin De Bruyne, Haaland, of course, and Mares is looking like a tasty punt. Nothing wrong with that at the moment. From Manchester United, Shaw, Rashford, which most of us own. The third choice for me would be Martial. If, um, say, Anthony was fit, that would be a, the crazy punt from that team, whether or not he's uh, match fit or I'm not sure yet. From Spurs, it would be Harry Kane, and that's about it. If you really pushed me, I'd possibly go Perisic, but again, you really I, I wouldn't. That's like if you really pushed me to, to give you another option. Kulu, I would have said Kulu, but I'm not sure on fitness again. If he's there available, you could possibly put him ahead of Perisic. Palace, none. They can have a triple game week. I'm not going near them. And that's an example of not being blinded by the double game weeks. Even with double game weeks, yes, you increase the, uh, the probability of your players getting extra minutes and being able to do something. But the reality is if the team's rubbish, they're just still going to be rubbish in two or three games. It don't make, it don't make much of a difference. And the last tip I'm going to give you for the double game week 20 is please don't put too much pressure on yourself. I tweeted this earlier on this week. You can do all the reading, all the researching. You can have 20 years of uh, FPO experience listening to content and, and data and whatnot. The reality is luck is going to play a huge part in the, the how your game week goes. All right. So the point I'm making is do your best, lock your team in, and then it is what it is. So please don't put, I've seen a lot of um, anxiety, stress, and judging by a lot of the questions I've been getting, I can actually feel the tenseness of people. Double game weeks bring a lot of excitement and joy and happiness, but they bring a lot of anxiety and stress, you know, especially with some of the points I covered earlier on regarding FOMO. You lock your team in, you look at it, you've got one double game week player, you, 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 your mini league rival's got seven. All of a sudden, the panic, the fear, that, that rotten feeling in your gut. So this is where, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Do the best you can do for your team. Lock it in and try your best to enjoy. It is what it is, you know. Someone might have seven double game week players. You've got just two and you might outscore him. We've seen this regularly in FPL. So, you know, just, just don't stress. Do the best you can. Lock it in and let's try and enjoy the game week. I hope that's been useful to you. Please comment, subscribe and like. You know, give me any feedback. Uh, give me some of the tips that you feel necessary to be successful within a double game week also make sure you tune in tonight for the juice soul from six o'clock on youtube all right if you're not locked in why aren't you locked in come on we're all going to be on there chatting asking questions and it'll be a great show anyway i'll speak to you soon enjoy the rest of your day